Hey there, return homies. Jeff Highbuck here. How are you doing today? I have just a few quick announcements for you before we start this episode. First off, we are very close to the end of this season now. There's just this episode and the next one before we take a little break again. We hope you've enjoyed this season so far, and we apologize in advance if you hate us for the upcoming episodes. I just wanted to tell you that, even though a break is coming up for us, we're already hard at work for season 4, so the gap between this season and the next won't be nearly as long as the one between seasons 2 and 3. But it'll be made even better, especially if you live in Southern California, because we will be back at Midsummer Scream again this year. Much like we did two years ago with episode 6, we're going to do another interactive live show. That's right, it's going to be another show filled with audience participation, live music from Corey Celeste, and more. And we promise not to kick you out like we did in episode 6. You know, a lot of people ask if we really kick someone out. Was it real? Was he a plant? We'll never tell. Come and find out for yourself. Anyway, come on out to the Long Beach Convention Center on July 28th and 29th for Midsummer Scream and see us! I mean, that should be reason enough alone to come, but Midsummer Scream is also this really fantastic and spooky convention, and we go every year and we have a blast, and there's plenty to do all around there. So come see our live show, and also maybe, maybe a little something else for me? I'm not sure yet, haven't really worked out the details, but definitely the Return Home live show, it's gonna be awesome. For more information and to get your tickets, go to www.midsummerscream.org. Also, if you haven't read Interludes from Melancholy Falls Volume 1 yet, what are you waiting for? I wrote 16 short stories set within the world of Return Home, and it's available now on Amazon. Go! Read it! It's great, I promise! I'm a little biased, sure, but it's a lot of fun! Go! Anyway, uh, let's see, end of the season, Midsummer Scream, Interludes, okay, I think, I think that's all. I think that's all I got. Thank you for listening, as per usual. We love you, we love you, and we love you. Now, get ready for episode 22, Break the Ice. Previously on Return Home. My name is Jonathan Barker. After five years away, I returned to my hometown of Melancholy Falls after receiving a mysterious phone call. Oh, Jonathan. Return home. Along with my best friends, Buddy and Amy, I found that larger forces were at play. I was a pawn for the Society of Shadows in their fight against the coming darkness. Serve the shadows! Serve the shadows! So far, our encounters with the problems of Melancholy Falls have been less than normal. From the Jersey Devil, to rage-filled gins, killer fairies, and mysterious phone calls. Is that your phone? Who is it? Don't worry about it. We don't know what comes next, but we do know that we are in this together. Seriously, we just became an episode of Scooby-Doo. It is now time to return home. truck doing on the streets in the middle of the night. Okay, I see your point. Should we call the police? Relax, the poor guy probably just lost his way. He'll be gone soon. Frank, Frank, wake up. Jesus, what? Sarah? It's outside. What's outside? The truck, the ice cream truck. 
What did you expect it to do? Drive into the house? Of course it's outside. I meant outside our house, Frank. It's idling right in front of our driveway. What in the world did you... See? Is that the same truck we saw in the park earlier? What? The one we bought from earlier today at the park. Is it? It sure looks like it. What does it want? Probably to sell us a rock puppet. How the hell do I know? Go see. Go see what? Go see what he wants. Get rid of him. Tell him to turn off the music. It's awful. I could actually go for some ice cream right now. Are you serious? It's the middle of the night. And now I'm awake and I want some ice cream. Frank! Gee, sorry, it was a joke. Though I am craving a little Just bit of Just get rid ice- of him, please. He's going to wake the kids. Fine. Fine. Hey, you mind telling me why you're parked in the front of my house in the middle of the night? Hello? I'm talking to you. Hey, buddy, you got a problem or what? Hey, hey there, Frankie boy. Want an ice cream? Do I want an ice cream? How about you instead tell me why you're prowling my neighborhood at 3 a.m. in the morning? That's because I'm looking for you, Frankie boy. You're looking for me? I mean, do I know you? How about a nice cold ice cream sandwich? Beat the heat. With this tasty treat. How about I beat you? How about I beat you? Come on now. Who doesn't want an ice cream sandwich? An ice cream sandwich? You... 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 you, you, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that does sound pretty good. I thought so, Frankie boy. Now come on over and get it. Okay. There we go. Just a little bit closer. That's it. Uh, a, little, a little closer? Uh-huh. Just one more step. One m- more <laughs> step? Time for your surprise, Frankie boy. <laughs> Everyone deserves a break every once in a while, don't they? No matter what it is you do or how hard you work, you need to kick back every so often and enjoy the little things in life so you don't get stressed out. Which is how Buddy, Amy, and myself found ourselves enjoying a beautiful New Jersey day at Haversham Park. After defeating one of the Seven Sins and escaping a seemingly inescapable mall, we figured we deserved a rest. With a blanket laid out and a picnic arranged before us, we were making use of our downtime. Whatever this is you made, buddy, it's delicious. Thank you. I tried to model it off of Big Jones' Sloppy Joes, but with my own unique touch. I call them Untidy Josephs. Well, she's not wrong. It's really good. Dare I say even better than Big Jones? Blasphemy. But thank you. I just wish they would finish rebuilding that place so I don't have to make my own hot dog platters anymore. Don't you just have to throw a bunch of hot dogs on a plate? True, but it's not the same. Oh, your phone's ringing. Everyone you know is here. Who would even be calling you? Don't worry about it. It's nothing. Dude, what is going on? You've been ignoring phone calls for weeks. What, do you owe the IRS money or something? I shrugged at Buddy and took another bite of my untidy Joseph, and a gigantic messy splat of it fell onto my shirt. Nice going, dude. Buddy, you didn't pack any napkins. It's not my fault you guys can't aim for your mouth correctly. It's fine. I'm just going to run to the bathroom to clean up a little bit. 
I'll be right back. Bring some paper towels back with you, okay? Thankfully, the building housing the bathrooms wasn't too far away. I made my way inside and began to wash off the mess as best I could. As the water began to swirl down into the sink, chunks of Buddy's gourmet lunch falling down the drain, I began to get an uneasy feeling in my stomach. I wasn't usually prone to getting sick from Buddy's cooking, but perhaps whatever unique touch he had added to the mix this time didn't agree with me. However, the more I cleaned myself up, the more prevalent the feeling became. I soon realized that it wasn't that I wasn't feeling well. In fact, it was more like an empty pit in my stomach, and I was ravenously hungry. Which was strange, of course, because we had all been gorging ourselves on the picnic the entire afternoon. But I wasn't hungry for just anything. I had the strangest craving for ice cream. With the faucet turned off, I had noticed a sound that I wasn't sure how long it had been playing for. The melody of a familiar tune, something I couldn't quite place, somewhere in the distance. I tried to shake it off, grab some paper towels, and began my way back toward Buddy and Amy. However, once outside the bathroom, I glanced toward the parking lot and was surprised to find an ice cream truck idling on the far side. That thing looks ancient. I was so enthralled with the truck that I hadn't even noticed Buddy and Amy come up next to me. But Amy wasn't wrong. The entire truck looked rusted, as if it hadn't been used or cleaned in years. The faded lettering on the side of it, exclaiming ice cream for all, had seen better days. Yeah, I'm surprised it's still running. It looks like it came right out of the 1950s. Hopefully the ice cream is in better condition than the truck looks. Oh, uh, are you guys thinking about getting some? We both suddenly got really hungry for ice cream. And then we heard the jingle of the truck and figured, what great timing, right? Yeah, it's strange. I, I want ice cream too. It just came over me. Maybe it's a good thing you forgot to pack dessert too, huh buddy? I hope they have choco tacos. I haven't had one of those in years. We started heading toward the ice cream truck on the other side of the parking lot. The closer we got, the more decrepit it seemed to look. Paint was peeling on all sides, a taillight was out, and the windows seemed to be blacked over. However, that didn't seem to stop us from heading that direction anyway. With every footstep we took, our need for ice cream got stronger. By the time we got to the window on the side, we found, to our disappointment, that it was closed up tight. Well, that's a little strange. Why park an ice cream truck in the park and lure us in with music if you're just going to be closed? I mean, we could knock. What if they're on break? Ice cream breaks for no man, Johnny. Buddy wasted no time in banging on the window. Before he had even finished his knock, the window slid open, and a cheerful man looking like he came straight out of the 1950s greeted us as he tipped his hat. Hey, hey, kids. What can Mr. Freezy get for you? To say we were a bit taken aback by him went without saying. Despite his clean-cut, milkman-like appearance, the voice coming from his mouth was not what we were expecting. In fact, it threw us off so much that we all involuntarily took a step back. What's the matter, kids? Never seen an ice cream truck before? Oh, we have. Just never this one. Are you new to the area? New to the area but not new to the trade. Mr. Freezy's Ice Creamies has been traveling the country spreading joy and delicious ice cream for decades. Have a try on the house. What do you say? I don't know about- Sure, got any Choco Tacos? Do I have any Choco Tacos? Buddy boy, you are in for a treat. How do you know my name? Huh? His name, it's Buddy. You just called him Buddy Boy. I didn't know it was your name. What? It's an expression, a term, a thing people say. Jeez, you're making me paranoid. Here, just take the Choco Taco. Oh, thank you. And how about you, Missy? Well... Come on now. It's free ice cream. Who would give up a free treat that's sweet and beats the heat? When you put it that way, 
Can I have one of the Ninja Turtle ones? I haven't seen them in ages. That's the spirit. Oh, wow, I didn't even know they still made those. Oh, Mr. Freezy only has the best treats for nostalgia galore. There you go, sweetheart. And how about you, sonny boy? Uh, I'll take a fudgesicle, please. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy! Fudgesicles have lemon in them? There we go. Within moments, we were all devouring our ice cream without regard to getting it on our faces or our clothing. In fact, my already half-clean shirt got even more dirty as the ice cream dripped down onto it. Whoa, you three sure were hungry. Did you enjoy your tasty treats? We sure did, Mr. Freezy. Good! Make sure to tell your friends that Mr. Freezy's ice cream is the best in town. Ice cream that'll make you scream! We sure do a lot of that around here anyway. Thank you, kids. I'll be sure to see you around. Wait, why are you leaving already? You just got here. Yeah, there's like a lot of kids in this park. You'll make a killing for sure. Oh, don't you worry about that. I got everything I need just now. And Mr. Freezy always makes a killing. Toodaloo! Okay... Did that strike anyone as being a little odd? But we did get free ice cream out of it. I guess we can't beat that, but I have a bad feeling about this. And that's not just the ice cream disagreeing with me. Well, not much we can do now, so... back to the picnic? I'm actually feeling kind of full now. Yeah, me too. Okay, so then, pack up and board games at my place? I'm down. Fine with me, just as long as we don't play Monopoly again, because I hate that game. Okay, fine, but that means we're playing the weird New Jersey board game then. Dibs on old Red Eye. See you soon, kids. <laughs> Return Home, Episode 22, Break the Ice. You just listened to Part 1 of 3. It was written and produced by Jeff Heimbuck. It featured the vocal talents of Forrest Orta, Alyssa Ritorno, Paulina Logan, Clarence Leonard, David Doris, and Jeff Heimbuck. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. You can find out more about the show and find Return Home merchandise by visiting our website at returnhomepodcast.com. Explore more of Return Home with Interludes from Melancholy Falls, Volume 1, written by Jeff Heimbuck, available now on Amazon. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash returnhomepodcast, on Twitter at returnhomeshow, and on Tumblr at returnhomepodcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us by leaving a review on iTunes or contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash returnhomepodcast. Questions? Comments? Want a Mr. Freezy ice cream? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, pleasant dreams. <laughs>